Hi everybody, this is Damon here. Welcome to another episode of DLS Central. Alright, so first off, we have to talk about NFL action. I mean, what a week. It was This was unexpected week. A lot of teams, I think, um, like made the games fun this week. A lot of interesting games, a lot of interesting matchups. I mean, of course... Now, I'm happy about the fact that my Browns won uh, because they, they needed a bounce-back game. I mean, from from coming out and, and just getting dominated uh, by the Baltimore Ravens last week, they needed to come out and reestablish themselves because, again, like I said last week, they have weapons. It's not like the Browns of old where it's like, well, of course they can't win a game because who who do they have on the team that someone is afraid of? But you can't say that now. They've got weapons. They've got, I think Baker is a competent quarterback. He's got, and he has zip on the ball whenever he throws it. Uh, he is, when he's on, he's laser accurate. And he gets that ball out and it's fast and it zips through. Um, and then you got receivers. He's got receivers. He's got two big time receivers. He's got two running backs that would start for any other team. I mean he's he's got defensive guys that can get after it. He he he's he still needs protection um because the offensive line still I think uh, could be better. But I mean they've got weapons and so they can't say that. So for them to to win last week I was happy but uh discipline is still an issue. Because that score should not have been close. Even when they were up two scores, I was nervous. And they proved me right because the Bengals kept coming. And that Joe Burrow guy, he's, if they protect him, if they uh, put a, uh, build the right uh, pieces around him, the Bengals are going to be tough to deal with, uh, which is why Cleveland can't relax. They're going to need to really make sure that they – are continuing to get weapons uh, because the Bengals they're they're looking good they're 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 um, if they are continuing to develop and they get more weapons on both sides of the ball uh, they're going to be a problem but I'm glad that the Browns pulled this one out it shouldn't have been that close they won 35-30 but man it was nerve wracking <laughs> to watch that game but and the thing that bothered me the most was it was this the call that uh, Stefanski made to go for it on fourth down. It's like, clearly, just take the points. Like, just play situational football. But no, he's like, we're going to go for it. And they didn't get I knew they weren't going to get it because they were trying to run the same play, like, four times. If it's not working, don't keep forcing it. And because the Bengals are ready for it. They've got a pretty strong front. Um, and they stopped them three times straight, so... Clearly, you weren't going to make it. It is rare that if you stuff like that on on downs one, two, three, that you're actually going to, to get it in on fourth down unless you do something totally different than what you were doing the other three downs. And But the, the good news was the Bengals shot themselves in the foot, which gave the Browns another opportunity to redeem themselves, and then, uh, then they, they're able to get that score back. But, man, like, it's decisions like that. It's choices like that um, that the Browns really need to shore up um, from, a def- from a discipline standpoint. And too many penalties uh, on their side of the ball, too, just kept Cincinnati within striking distance. I'm glad the Browns held, but 
<laughs> Man. Oh, it, it, it's like it's nerve-wracking of being a Browns fan. So then that was Thursday night. And so there, it was a good, good night game, good win for the Browns. But, I mean, this Sunday, it was crazy. Like, the the game, the 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 teams I picked, and some of those I just I really messed up on because it's like wow I didn't know I didn't expect that I didn't expect that, and a lot of the games could have went either way, and that's what was great about this week of action too. So like with the Bears and the Giants, that one was a hard one to pick, uh, mainly because I feel like they're both teams are evenly matched, and you know they they've. They both got some some things that they need to fix, but I knew that the Bears were going to win because I just I don't have any confidence in the Giants this year. Um, and then to make matters worse, Saquon goes down for the year uh, with the torn ACL. I mean that that was he was their offensive weapon. What are they going to do now? And so that that's what's going to be really tough for the Giants. Um, I guess early prediction, uh, if the Giants might be like, the Giants might go 3-13. and 13. That, That's what I'm guessing um, for the Giants because they don't have anything now that someone would really be concerned about. So I, I think that the, the Giants are really going to struggle uh, this year big time. Now, Bears, on the other hand, Bears are looking feisty. Like, they're 2-0. Mitch Trubisky is actually looking like he's learned something uh, from the past uh, couple of seasons that he's played. So he, he's looking a lot better. He's moving around. He's still sometimes when he scrambles. <laughs> when he scrambles, it's the funniest thing to watch. It looks like he doesn't always know where he's going. <laughs> no, but but he, he's making plays. He's getting yards. He's making less mistakes. He's getting into the end zone. And then with with that defense that they have, it's hard for teams, I think, to really overcome that uh, when when Chicago does get a lead. And so I think if they if they continue to have success, uh, that they're they're going to really be formidable against uh, Green Bay in that division. Because um, to me, those are the out of out of the NFC North. Is really the Bears and the and the Packers right now. The Lions and the and the Vikings are are both uh, underachieving. Speaking of the Lions, <laughs> I, feel, I hope it's not going to be another season because last week they lost to Chicago in a total Detroit Lions way. At, at the total end of the game, it just it just broke your heart. But then this year, they come out strong like game busters. And, you know, you're thinking, uh-oh, they're going to actually take Green Bay out in Lambeau. And then in the second half, they just totally lost it. And Aaron Rodgers just owned them. And the score would have been 42-21. to 21. But the, the Detroit Lions were in control in the first half. I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on uh, in their minds. But it's like they can't seem to maintain the momentum that they have it's like the the they don't know how to keep the same energy um from the first half to the second half well the browns do have the same problem uh, they've historically had the same problem but yeah it's just it's hard to watch uh for detroit i really do hope they can get together and you would think hell you know they got Aaron, adrian peterson 
Uh, so they should be able to do a little bit more damage, but it's just it's not the same AP. I mean, I know AP wants to play. I know he wants to to continue to 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 stay in the NFL, but he may need to think about hanging it up. Uh, by the time he, he he's he's been a lot of places now, and so now you're on the Lions, and uh, it you don't seem to be making a difference there. It's probably time to to think about hanging it up. Um, I mean, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, but I think I think he's run he's done about all that he can do um, in the NFL. I could be wrong, but that's just my early take on it. But yeah, Packers look good. Um, I mean, and then the Niners game, ugh. <laughs> like I knew they were going to handle the Jets because I mean, what did the Jets have? But they lost like all their players <laughs> in the process. I mean, Garoppolo gets hurt. He, luckily, he's not as bad. He's just a high ankle sprain. But then you lose Bosa, Ivarro, Sherman, and then you, you lose somebody else uh, for the season two. I think Solomon. So they're they're really uh, going through it in that um, like in that division. And I, I think it's going to be. I mean, they made it to the Super Bowl last year. But there's probably going to be another season where they they get kicked around for a while, um, at least until Garoppolo comes back, and then they can try to reestablish some kind of of, of uh, I guess rhythm. But even then, it might be too late. Um, and so I think the San Francisco, unfortunately, um, is not that they're going to play like they have a Super Bowl hangover, but they're they're officially in Super Bowl hangover territory, especially with so many injuries. That's just at key positions, and um, yeah, if you're a Niners fan, that that's got to be crushing. Now the Rams, Rams are on a roll. Rams are looking good. Rams are looking hungry, and I feel like um, the the Rams are going to be the the dominant uh, team, one of the dominant teams in the NFC this year. Um, they just they looked strong. I mean, they dominated Philly, and it never looked like Philly had a chance to beat them. I mean, they they won the game thirty-seven to nineteen, and they're looking ferocious. Like the defense is strong. They their offense is, is running on all cylinders. And so, with San Francisco going down, I think this is the this is the Rams' time to um, to resurge and and show people, hey. We are the premier team in the NFC, and um, so yeah, it, it's going to be good to see how their season progresses. Pittsburgh against Denver. Pittsburgh won this game, but I think that they, that it shouldn't have been that close. Like the score is was twenty six to twenty one, but the way that game played, like Pittsburgh, they they were never threatened uh, seriously. Uh, <laughs> they're 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 never seriously threatened by Denver. Um, and Denver's another team where I just I don't see them making a lot of waves this year because um, they really don't have that much. I think that anybody would be concerned about. They do. They're always going to play, you know, strong D, and they're going to make some things happen. But by and large, this, this isn't Denver's year. But um, Pittsburgh. 
they they started out high. I feel like they they gave up too many points later on. It, they they shouldn't have allowed Denver to score twenty one points. They won the game, but it, it shouldn't have. It it looked like uh, Denver made it a game more than they than they really did. Now let me tell you a game. The Chiefs and the Chargers. Man, you talking about one of the strangest games that we've ever seen Patrick Mahomes play. I mean, he did not look himself. Um, the Chiefs, just in general, they did not look themselves. It, it looked like they were, that they really didn't care about that game. It looked like they could potentially throw it away. And it makes you think, I mean, the Chargers are solid, but I didn't think that they legitimately had a chance to actually beat uh, the, the, the Chiefs, but they certainly looked like it uh, by up until the fourth quarter where the Chiefs figured something out and was like, hey, wait a minute, they can't close the deal. They can't put us away, so let, let's let's make them pay. And they did, and the comeback was epic. And then it goes to overtime, and they win it in overtime. Patrick Mahomes finds finds a way to, to get the ball downfield. And, I mean, if you're the Chargers – you're just you're kicking yourselves after that game because it's like they had them, they had them. You had the the Super Bowl champs, you had them beat, and they just they they couldn't hold it. And so if you're the defensive coordinator, I mean you are just you're crushed. And if I'm the head coach, you're even more crushed because this was this was a good opportunity to show that uh, that as a team, you as the Chargers are a force to be reckoned with. You beat the Chiefs, people have to pay pay attention to you, people have to take notice. And they they almost had them. I mean if they make some key stops even at the end, if their defense played up to the moment, they could have put the game away and and really caused people to rethink the Chiefs. But Patrick Mahomes is is, is the man for a reason. So that was a wonderful game. And I mean and the Chiefs, I, again, it's going to be really difficult to beat the Chiefs. A lot of things, I mean, that that's probably about the the worst that they're going to play this year. I Again, it's still early. We only play two games, but I don't see them having multiple bad games like that um, in the future. So I think that's about the closest they're going to get. Uh, to to losing. Now, Vikings, Colts, I actually picked the Vikings on this one because I thought the Colts didn't really have anything um, to offer. I mean, you lose, Mar- you lose Matt Marlon Mack for the year. Um, I just felt like they weren't going to rebound well from that. And plus, they lost the game last week. But then they came out and they just, <laughs> they took it to the Vikings. What is going on? Question. What is going on with Minnesota? To me, I look at the I look at what they what they've got going on and say, why are they two? Why are they 0-2? That's not good. I mean, last year they were one of the teams you were thinking, hey, they could they could go deep into the playoffs. But that one just seems like they're back to the drawing board and probably potentially going to go 8-8 eight eight like they generally do. 
uh, most seasons or six and eight or something like that right around that that sort of uh, uh, record but yeah the Colts they, they, they turned it on and uh, I'm, I'm glad that they bounced back and um, and hopefully they continue to, to keep momentum because I, I feel like that AFC South is wide open and so they just they just have to be strong and dominant I mean they're the Titans are going to be their toughest uh, test. I mean, they they had a wonderful game against the Jaguars. That could have went either way. I actually picked the um, I picked the the Titans to win that, uh, but the Jaguars they <laughs> they again the Jaguars showed out. They're feisty and they're scrappy. It's just they couldn't they couldn't hold on and um, and put the Titans away. And so that is just those things happen, but. I like the way that um, both teams played. I, I think uh, the Titans and the, and the Jaguars are better um, than they are better than they were last year. Uh, again, it remains to be seen, but that's how it's looking so far. Now, Bills they beat the Dolphins, but I feel like they they should have been more dominant For, with what people are expecting. From Buffalo this year, you you have to start beating teams handily that you are supposed to beat. The Dolphins are a team that you are supposed to beat um, because they don't really they're they're not going to go far, um, you know, in the in the playoffs. They're not probably not going to make the playoffs. Um, this is probably going to be a rebuilding year for the Dolphins, uh, just like last year. But to only win by three. I think people probably need to slow down about the Buffalo talk. <laughs> and so, um, but I mean, it's not that they're not going to be, it's not that they're not better, but I mean, to struggle against the Dolphins like that, um, they, they probably need to show improve a little more. Now, the Buccaneers, they bounce back big time against the Panthers. I think, uh, Everybody was kind of talking down about Brady. Oh, it's over. He needs to retire. But, you know, he just had a bad game. And, but now he bounced back and didn't make as many mistakes as he did in the in the Saints game. To me, that's really what killed them. If you take away the mental errors that the Buccaneers did, that game is a lot tighter than it initially was. And who knows if a couple of other things go their way. But the Bucks win that game, and so it's like week one. I think the Buccaneers beat themselves. Yeah, the Saints played well. They didn't really, they didn't make uh, that many errors. But the Buccaneers just they took themselves out of the game. This game, they took care of business against the Panthers. So that was good to watch. Now the Cardinals. <laughs> that's the team that I think everybody is sleeping on. The Cardinals, they are something to watch like they're exciting Kyler Murray's great uh, Larry Fitzgerald finally has a quarterback that that he can actually um well he has another quarterback that he can actually vibe with I think him and Carson Palmer Carson Palmer has some great times uh, but I think Kyler is going to make things exciting too he's going to um he's going to make uh the these upcoming seasons with Larry Fitzgerald meaningful especially as as Fitz probably nearest the end of his career. You got to wonder how long he's going to be able to play wide receiver at a high level um, and matter to the team. 
even though he is a superstar. And so I think with Kyler Murray, there it's like it, it helps him really show and prove. And they've got other weapons as well. So I'm happy that the Arizona fans uh, get to get to see the Cardinals actually playing some good football again. And so this is exciting. I mean, yeah, they beat Washington, but um, much more uh, modest showing for Washington than they had last last week. Um, but the Cardinals, I mean, they're surprising. They probably have to be the surprising team of the week, uh, the Cardinals. Now, with the Ravens, Ravens are continuing to roll. I don't really expect much from the Texans. I mean, I like Deshaun Watson, but um, I just I don't see him being able to, to do enough uh, to get that offense going. I feel like there's a lot of things that they still need in order to succeed. And even on defense, I mean, it's like, yeah, you have J.J. Watt, but after J.J. Watt, what do you have? So he can't do everything. And the Ravens just ran all over them. I mean, Lamar is is showing us like that he he's really going gunning for the MVP trophy. So I think I think everybody would love to see Ravens Chiefs in the in the Super Bowl this year. That's what I would want to see. And so I, I think it can happen. Because to me those those two teams are the most dominant teams. In my view, now Patriots Seahawks that was a that was a gunslinger, uh, you know. But the Seahawks pulled it out. I mean, Russell Wilson, <laughs> yeah, that that that's my guy, Russell Wilson. He just he he lives for those kind of games. I mean, it was close, it was tight, uh, but I mean, he just he led them to to victory, and they and they they held up like the defense held up. Um, they gave away too many points, but I mean, it's the Patriots. Bill Belichick's always gonna play tough. Uh, like coach above tough, and uh, but in the end, it was good to see the Seahawks there. It seems like they're actually trying to be consistent this year too. So uh, that that NFC West is, is is something to check out. Now the game everybody was talking about was the Falcons and the Cowboys, and. I mean, when I turned on this score after church, I was like, the Falcons are dominating the Cowboys right now? What? <laughs> like, I mean, I was so shocked. I'm like, and Dallas? Really? And it, I, I just knew that the Falcons were going to win that game. And then you check in later, and it's like, wait a minute. You got to let the Cowboys come all the way back, and then you look at the final score, 40 to 39. I mean, uh, I, I've seen a lot of Lions games and, and seen them lo- get get leads blown and lose. I've seen a lot of Browns games to see them get a lead and then blow it. Um, I just, th- this kind of, of, of loss, these are the type of losses that cause you to lose fans. These are the type of losses that cause bruises. Like, you know what? I'm not watching the Falcons anymore. <laughs> because it's, it's it's just too heartbreaking. It's too heartbreaking. It's hard to watch. And it causes you to kind of have PST, PTSD as a fan. Because even if they have a, a lead that large, like you, you feel like no lead is safe. 
that even you can be up by five touchdowns and still be like, uh, but they can still come back. Yeah, I know it's only six minutes to play the game, but uh, all they have to do is do these couple things, and next thing you know, we got a ball game again. So you just you never feel comfortable, even with the league. I mean, with the Browns, I was Browns all the time. They can be up. 40 to 7, and I would still never feel comfortable with that lead, especially if the other team scores to make it like maybe maybe 40 to 13 and they miss the extra point. I still <laughs> I'm still nervous because because of the history of watching them collapse, like of watching a team collapse, you just you never feel confident uh, that they're gonna actually pull it out until the game is over. And Unfortunately for the Falcons, that's that's probably one of the most heartbreaking losses that they'll have. I mean, I, I still don't think that um, nothing will take this take the place of the Super Bowl because of the stage that you're on. You you lose like that in the biggest game of the year, the Super Bowl, when you had uh, the Patriots on the road, big time. You, you had them and you were ready to deliver the knockout blow and. You know, they somehow slip it and, and start rallying back. That that's hard to live down. But then to to get hit with something like this, it's it's gonna go down in Falcons history as one of the worst losses that they've ever had. It's like Browns, we, we have the fumble and the drive. Um this 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 game is probably gonna be labeled the the collapse two point <laughs> So uh, I feel for Falcons fans, I mean, but I understand being a part of the of, of the Browns, uh, friend, you know, fandom, and and then uh, spending, you know, just being a Lions fan too. It's hard uh, with teams like that, but I think it it hurts worse for Atlanta because they they lose games like that at on the biggest stage to where they have even more impact. Like this is a meaningful game against America's team and you let them off the hook and you know how crazy Cowboys fans are like you, you, you like you just see the reactions that people had after they won the game how about them Cowboys oh yeah I like <laughs> you gave them an opportunity to show their bravado now I mean the Cowboys got lucky Cowboys got lucky um they, but they also showed a lot of grit and they showed a lot of heart and they showed that they actually do have players that you have to take seriously. Like Dak is a quarterback for real. He is their franchise quarterback. Jerry Jones needs to quit playing with him and give him and always give him his money uh, because Dak is money. And then uh, you've got, it's like you got Ezekiel Elliott. They need to make sure they keep him happy and healthy and protect him. They've got a good, they've got a good core of, of guys on both sides. Um, and when they play at a high level, when they play smart, sound football, they're hard to beat. And so th- this proves not only just that Atlanta, that the Atlanta Falcons choke big time, but it also proved that the Dallas Cowboys have some grit to them. So, hey, Dallas, you, you, you survived. <laughs> and it was definitely the most exciting game on Sunday. So, 
Hats off to Dallas. Uh, I, I feel bad for the Atlanta Falcons coach. He's, he's, this is probably going to be his last year in Atlanta. Um, I, I think the, the staff is probably going to let him finish out the season. But you got to get a new coach after this year. I mean, it's just too many bad memories. Now, last game, Raiders-Saints. This was a surprise uh, because I picked the Saints to win this and. Oh, yeah, not I picked the Seahawks to win last game. Actually, and for Cowboys against the um, against the Falcons, I, I picked the Cowboys because I didn't think the Falcons were going to win, but I didn't think they were going to lose like that. Um, but, like, the Raiders, I didn't think they were going to win that game either because, I mean, you look, I looked at how the Saints played against the Bucks, and I was like, oh, Saints, they're looking like they're ready to to go back to the playoffs and contend, but they let the Raiders control the game. And, I mean, for them to lose by 10, I'm surprised. Like, to me, that was the most, that was one of the most surprising losses of, of the week was to see the Saints uh, do that. They let the Raiders put up 34 points. I mean, hey, they moved to Vegas, and it seemed like they they have renewed focus. It seems like they have um, a removed a renewed mentality, and so sometimes it changes what you need. Um, it gives them a new identity. So hats off to the Raiders; they played really this. So, but I'm not worried about the Saints. I think the Saints are going to be okay. Um, like be a um, a contending team, and so. They, it's going to be okay, but this was a, 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 the type of game that caused you to open your eyes and say, ooh, uh, the Saints don't have it all together yet, but they, I'm not panicking just yet on the Saints. So that was, that was week two. I mean, it was great to, to, to watch those games. Um, a lot of interesting uh, outcomes. And so I can't wait for week three. You know, I always post the day before of my picks. Uh, so we'll see. I'll compile it. We'll see what so see what we have. And uh, if you if you are listening to the podcast and, and listen along, hey, when I post my picks, uh, give me your picks in the in the same post. Uh, that way we can see how we match up and and who comes out on top. So yeah. Um, now, NBA is going strong. Playoffs are going strong. I mean, we're going to decide who's going to uh, to go to the NBA Finals uh, with this, like the Western Conference Finals and Eastern Conference Finals. Right now, it's halftime. Denver's up ten on LA. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Denver takes if Denver takes this game uh, because they're due for a win. They've got too much talent to not take a game. I don't think it'll be the end of the world for Lakers fans, but if anything, it'll it'll cause um, them to to continue to keep their eye on the ball and you know eye on the prize, I should say, um, LeBron and company. But it's still not a lead that um, that they could um, that they couldn't come back from. But they just have to play smart basketball in the second half. But if Denver wins. Again, it's not going to be the end of the world. They've got the talent to beat the Lakers, um, you know, but they gotta they gotta play smart for 
all four quarters. Like they they gonna have to play every minute their best basketball if they're going to have a shot at beating the Lakers. Because the only way the Lakers are truly losing is if they commit turnovers, if they beat themselves. To me, is is you don't beat the Lakers. This Lakers team, uh, this Lakers team beats themselves, and, and that's how you win. But they've got the weapons, and the thing about Denver is they don't play. If you're a, and that's scary. That's scary if you're playing a team that doesn't go away. So I'm excited. And then on the other end, you got the Heat and the Celtics. I mean, that's always going to be a contentious matchup. It's always going to be gritty. It's always going to be uh, like competitive because both of those teams, the history of those two, it is very competitive in nature. So I'm not expecting any less. And it's exciting. Now, on the WWE, um, I'm enjoying it. Got, uh, what do we have coming up? This got Clash of Champions coming up this weekend. And so, uh, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, that is a program. I mean, those two guys, I, I'm loving the build that they put forth. Then they mix Keith Lee in here in with it. And so, I, I think it's, it's really a nice build. But uh, Orton... And McIntyre, I think that has a potential to really be the best match on the card, especially with it being an ambulance match. But another match that's going to be good is that Intercontinental Ladder match uh, with uh, Jeff Hardy, Sami Zayn, and AJ Styles. That's going to be really good and uh, really fun to watch. They they they've got some they've got some programs. I mean, of course, Roman against Jay Uso. I mean, we know Jay Uso is not going to win. But I think he's going to really make it interesting um, and really push Roman. But, I, I mean, nobody seriously thinks that Jay Uso is going to beat Roman Reigns. But it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be funny to watch because um, Jay Uso doesn't think that he's in danger. But uh, Roman, and, and there's a different Roman that he's facing, you know, it's <laughs> he, he he really needs to to pay attention to to Roman's mannerisms and his behavior because I, I don't think he I don't think Jay knows what he's in for on Sunday. He, he's gonna find out. <laughs> so that's this week in sports. Um, well, at least the sports that I I follow. <laughs> but uh, thank you for listening. And hey, as always, we got comments on the show. Um, feel free to, to hit me up again and uh, thank you for listening and we'll be back next week and once again I haven't forgotten I'm still going to get back into the, the Bible edition of DLS Central I got some uh, some clever ideas for that um, not just talk about the Bible but I want to get some interviews in so uh, keep your keep, keep your ears tuned in for that that's probably going to be coming up soon so uh, thank you once again for listening. God bless you. May God keep you.